following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And uh, this month, obviously, you know by now, but I am presenting to you the Sega Invasion. Last week, we had Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and this week is going to be no different as I am going to be talking all about Battletoads. That's right, Battletoads, the, uh, the Nintendo game that was ported to the Sega Genesis, but it still counts. Never came out to the Super Nintendo, so it works, and it's going to be a lot of fun. There were some other Battletoads games for Super Nintendo, but not the original, in case you were wondering. Yes, I did some research. Uh, but before I get into anything involving Battletoads... Um, you know, the thing is with Battletoads, they would really make good pop vinyl figures, wouldn't they? Wouldn't that be cool to have pop vinyls? Hell of a segue. As I want to talk to you about this week's sponsor, which is FIOtoys.com. FIOtoys.com is a new locally owned toy store, online toy store here in the Tulsa area. And uh, they've shown a lot of love to me and Bane over at Breaker Remains Power Hour and all of the podcasts we do. One of our first awesome sponsors. And they have all kinds of stuff available, and they're getting new stuff every single day. Pop vinyls, dorbs, even games like Jenga, and um, things like fidget spinners. I didn't know, a month ago. I didn't know what a fidget spinner was. Now that's all everybody talks about. I'm like, what the hell are these things? FIOtoys.com has got their uh, finger on the pulse because they have a lot of amazing stuff. They have a bunch of new pop vinyls coming in, like Metallica, Batman the Animated Series, Darkwing Duck, Rugrats, and several WWE pop vinyls. Also, the Justice League pop vinyls from the new Justice League film that will be opening up later this year. Uh, they also do a very, very special deal of buy two, get one free. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I really want those Batman the Animated Series pop vinyls so I can get I can get Scarecrow, Bane, and Clayface, and they're buy two, get one free. Amazing deal. All you have to do is enter the coupon code BTGO. Pretty simple, right? Buy two, get one. Boom. There you go. They also have, if you purchase... $40 or more, you get free shipping. So kind of depends on which deal you want to take there. But as far as I'm concerned, those are all amazing deals. And you can find all of them over at FIOtoys.com. They're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can find social media. FIOtoys.com has an account. Check it out. Tell them Brian Breaker from Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo sent you. But until then, let's start the show. The following announcement has been paid for by the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis For life Sega Genesis Hey again, everybody. Welcome once again to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo episode 132. We are episode two of the Sega Invasion. And, uh, of course, this week, as I already said, we're going to be talking a lot about Battletoads. Uh, Battletoads is a very popular video game back in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, it's, it's one of those that's kind of fizzled out in time, which is a shame because it was a really cool concept. A very Double Dragon-esque, um, I think, obviously came on the, uh, the time of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, hey, let's do Battletoads. Well, we have Ninja Turtles. It makes sense. Uh, they just never quite got the success that the Ninja Turtles got, obviously, considering Ninja Turtles are still around today. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about Battletoads, and then, uh, you know, pretty much like always, I'm going to be uh, getting my little mini Sega Genesis here, and I'm going to be playing some Battletoads and uh, seeing if it still holds up some near 31 years later. So, uh, Battletoads is a video game. Um, made by Rare that began with the original beat-em-up game Battletoads in 1991, starring three 
anthropomorphic toads named after skin conditions. Rash, Zits, and Pimple. The series was created to rival the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. The series as a whole has been quite popular with five installments up to this date, and at its apex spawned an animated television pilot. I didn't even know that. The initial Battletoads game uh, for the NES was renowned for its difficulty, but also received a cult following and spawned sequels for various platforms, including a crossover with the Double Dragon series. It's actually an older episode in the archives if you want to check it out. Me and Jack Gamble played Battletoads and Double Dragon. In each of the games, the objective is to defeat the Toad's nemesis, the Dark Queen, and her army of space mutants. Trying to figure out where I want to go here. Uh, the, let's see. It has been um, Battletoads has received mostly positive reviews upon release, with critics praising the graphics and the variations of gameplay. However, many critics were divided over the difficulty. It won six awards from the 1991 Nintendo Power Awards, and has since been renowned as one of the most difficult video games ever created. It was later included in Rare's 2015 Xbox One retrospective compilation, Rare Replay. Uh, the game is a platform-scrolling beat-em-up video game with varying elements of racing, climbing, and vehicular-based combat. The players start with three lives each time the game is started and get replenished every time the player continues after a player gets defeated. The game contains no saving system or password features. While the levels of Battletoads vary greatly in gameplay style, the game is generally presented as a beat-em-up, in which players progress by defeating enemies while avoiding the hazards and the environment. The players can finish off enemies in different ways, such as punching or kicking with an enlarged fist or boot, headbutting with large ram horns or transforming into a wrecking ball. Side-scrolling stages are generally presented as having an isometric perspective, while platforming stages uh, that feature vehicular progression are presented isometrically, which allows the players, uh, the player characters to crouch. Several le levels in the game feature sections in the form of an obstacle course, where the players must dodge a series of obstacles with speed increasing as the level progresses. Other types of levels uh, include two low uh, tower climb levels, a descent to um, a a descent to a chasm while hanging from a rope, an underwater level, a maze chase riding a motor uh, riding a unicycle based vehicle, a climbing and jumping snake maze, and a race level in which the player has to fall as quickly as possible through the countless platforms to reach the bottom of a tower before an opponent does. Hidden in four of the levels are mega warp points, which when found, allow the players to automatically advance by two levels. The plot is, Professor T-Bird and the three Battletoads, Rash, Zitz, and Pimple, are escorting Princess Angelica to her home planet using the spacecraft, the Vulture. Pimple and Angelica decide to take a uh, leisurely trip on Pimple's flying car. They are ambushed and captured by the Dark Queen's ship, the Gargantua. Pimple sends out a distress signal to the Vulture, alerting Professor T-Bird, Rash, and Zitz that himself and Angelica have been captured. Learning that the Gargantua is a hidden beneath the surface of a nearby planet called Ragnarok's world, Professor T-Bird flies Rash and Zitz there in the Vulture to rescue them. Between levels, the Toads receive briefing comments from Professor T-Bird along with teasing from the Dark Queen. During the game's 13 levels, the Battle Toads are faced with Dark Queen's minions, Big Blag, Robomanus, and Major Slaughter as bosses, ultimately facing the Dark Queen herself at the top of the Dark Tower. 
the game's final level. Once the queen is defeated, she claims it will not be the last they would see from her, uh, later turning into some sort of tornado and flying into the space, retreating into the shadowy margins of the galaxy to recoup her losses. With Pimple and Princess Angelica rescued, the four are brought back into the vulture and the game ends. The game was developed by Rare and published by Trade West. Rare founders uh, Tim and Chris Stamper created the series in response to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles craze of the early 1990s. To uh, create a contrast to the popular media franchise and the other beat-em-ups of the time, Rare added each me mechanics in the game to help separate it from these genres, such as racing stages and climbing courses. According to Rare artist Kev Bayless, the characters of Battletoads were conceived in order to produce merchandise on a mass scale. In similar vein to, Bat to Tim Burton's Batman reboot, the game underwent changes through early stages of the development and at one point was originally titled Amphibians with a Z. Bayless originally designed Battletoads as a Disney-themed video game. However, as the game gradually became more graphic, Bayless took extra liberties to tone down violence and restrict all usage of weapons in the game whilst creating a sense of uniqueness of the characters. So that kind of gives you a little bit of information on that. Um... So yeah, Battletoads sounds like a lot of fun. You know, obviously they're talking about how how difficult the game is. That's once one thing I kept reading over and over is that this game is very very difficult. It would be a hard game to uh, to play. But I think that kind of goes without saying. I know the very first ever Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on the Nintendo is incredibly difficult. I think there were three total on the regular Nintendo, and then the fourth one came out on the Super Nintendo. But uh, that's one thing I always heard is that how difficult those games were, and I guess Battletoads was no different. Um, Rash, Zitz, and Pimple are not exactly names I would have went with, I guess. I kind of get that they're like trying to be gross, but I don't know if that was the appeal of the Ninja Turtles. I think the Ninja Turtles was just like, they had cool names that were famous artists, so they kind of sounded cool because the kids didn't know who they were. You know, because that could have been conceived as a little bit lame at the time, but it really wasn't. But I'm excited. And, you know, it's one of those things sometimes when a spinoff type thing where it's, it's a clear rip. Kind of like, you know, if we're going to talk wrestling terms, you had the Road Warriors, Spikes, Face Paint, Badasses. We get it. Then comes Demolition, Spikes, Paint, Badasses. But not as cool. Different, certainly different. But it's it's not the original. So then they bring in the Legion of Doom to WWE. Now, instead of the Road Warriors, they're the Legion of Doom. Same look, but with the red and the black and the same paint and the whole deal and the same movesets. It's kind of like, well, it's still cool, but we don't really need Demolition now. I think that's kind of a situation what happened. I think Battletoads was a was a way of like, hey, we're going to compete with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but we'll use Toads and they'll be similar, but they'll be three, not four. And the idea sounds cool in theory, and it probably was cool, uh, but obviously it's one of those ideas where Ninja Turtles popularity started to die probably around 95, 96. Well, Battletoads died way before that, and... If people are going to watch something or, or play something, they're going to go with the original. Not to say the Battletoads was bad. Obviously, I don't think that was the case. But it was a situation where it was the, it was the clear ripoff. And oftentimes, the ripoffs don't find the success that the originals do. Unless the, you know, they try to rip off something that's not as popular. But Ninja Turtles was hugely popular. I think also, too, though, it's easy to sometimes, if you're a parent wanting to buy a video game, it's easy to get these to confuse. Oh, he wanted some turtle fighting game. Battletoads, yeah, that's it. Maybe the, and then maybe that's what they're going for. I'm not a research. I'm not a market research guy. I don't know. I'm just assuming. So who the hell knows? Anyway, uh, that pretty much wraps up our our first segment here, and I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get Battletoads fired up. I'm going to play it, 
and tell you guys all about it. So don't go anywhere because Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo presenting to you the Sega Invasion is not over yet. I will be back in a minute to check out Battletoads, so don't go anywhere. The Sega Invasion will return in a moment. This is the Sega Genesis for life. So, Bane, tell me, are you liking these uh, Brock Lesnar, Here Comes the Pain cakes? Yeah, I am, um, and and you were right. They are going, like, down really difficultly. Yes, um, very very much so. And they're also really dry. You a know? little bit, a little bit. I tried, you know, I tried to, I, I always like butter on my waffles. And, People like butter. And uh, it's still, it's just dry. It's dry, almost like it needs something maybe sweet on there. Yeah. What would you possibly put on pancakes that can make them a little bit sweeter? I've tried honey before. Yeah, that that's, doesn't that's, do it. That's not good. What you need is Brock Lesnar's Suplex City Syrup. Whoa, mind blown. Yes, if you don't use it, he'll call you a bitch and suplex you all over the place. Damn, I better use it. Absolutely, and it goes great with Brock Lesnar's Here Comes the Pain cakes. It's not part of a balanced breakfast, but still get it anyway. I'm going to get it for sure. And you can find it at www.brocklesnersherecomesthepaincakes.com forward slash breaker and bane. And you will save 15% if you buy both items. Whoa. Do it now. I'm doing it. The Figure Invasion is back. Round two or whatever. For life. All right, everybody, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And of course, this is Battletoads. We're getting ready to dive right into the game and see what it's all about here. Um, Ragnarok's something. Basically, I'm fighting some some big, crazy-looking dudes. But I mean, I'm a big giant toad, so that's so not really odd. Uh, so far, it's not too bad. I know this is, as they said, one of the hardest games. So I have a feeling it'll only get harder as time goes. Now I'm fighting a big robotic pair of legs. I got a big pipe. Oh, I can, I can swing the pipe. That's kind of cool. Got a little weapon now. And it's good because I got two dudes with weapons. Oh, they, they go down much faster with the pipe. Excellent. Okay. I'm getting this getting this figured out a bit. Another big pair of legs. It looks like walking stilts. There we go. Taking that guy out. So far, so good. And some... Some birds. I just kind of took off. I was trying to swing at him. I wouldn't hit him. I don't know if that's... If you're supposed to hit them or not. Took out that guy. As long as I have this pipe, I'm doing very well. Oh, a big dragon. Oh, I lost my pipe. Let's see if I can pick it up again. Oh, I got it back. Come back over here, you son of a gun. Gotcha. And now you're dead. Now you're dead, you son of a bitch. Let's 
Right, I'm down alive, but other than that, I'm doing all right. And I just fell down a big pit. Awesome. All right. Got my pipe. We're good. Get my ass kicked. Alright, I lost another life there. That's not good. Oh, and fell on the pit again. And there's another life. Oh, I probably lost a life when I fell down the pit. Damn it. There we go. Okay, moving on along. Doing alright. Oh. I just fell in a big hole. Oh, I see. What the hell is going on here? I'm just like getting shot at by guns. And I died, big time. not know what's going on here. I'm completely lost. I'm not doing well. Alright, trying to pick up the this big ball and throw it at the... Oh, okay. Okay, I'm trying to crack the screen. I'm making some progress. And I'm out of there now. What the hell was that? Ladies and gentlemen, ah, you've made it pork meat out of my psycho pigs. Watch out, toads. There's bound to be a whole toad load of trouble down in that crater. Level 2, the, the Wookiee hole. So I guess I passed level 1. No idea what's going on. Now I'm swinging on a big rope. And hitting birds with my feet. Literally just rappelling on a big giant rope. Ah, there's a freaking snake dude trying to bite me. Like a Venus flytrap looking son of a gun. I'm gonna kick you. Ah, uh, okay. Got him. Got him. Now, a little knife. And when you have a weapon on here, I've noticed it makes it a lot easier to take down these opponents, obviously. Whereas if I'm punching or kicking, it's gonna take a few strikes. Usually the weapon it's one and they're 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 outski. Oh, a big robot looking dude. Okay, you want a piece of me? A-hole? Oh. I think I just died. I know my last life here. Things aren't looking good for the continuation of Battletoads, that's for 
That's for dang sure. going down this big rope. How long is this rope? Whoa. I just got electrocuted. Alright, so far so good. And I think I'm dead. Game over. Wow. Did not go like I was hoping it would go, but you know what? Sometimes that's how it happens here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. But of course, this isn't just Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. This is the Sega Invasion. Game two of the Sega Invasion. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to episode um, 130. Is that right? 132, I was right. I knew what I was talking about. Thank you guys for listening to episode 132 of Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo the Sega, Sega Invasion. And of course, as you know, this is the second week of the Sega Invasion. The Sega Invasion will continue for one entire month. So next week, we'll have another fantastic Sega exclusive only game right here on the Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo podcast. And I'm excited. I always like doing this. It uh, kind of brings me back to the, the Sega days. And honestly, Sega and Super Nintendo were very different. They both have they had a lot of different things they could offer. And so I think it's very cool to be able to um, to kind of go back and like, ooh, I didn't know that game was there. Oh, I didn't know about that game. Oh, I didn't know about this game. And uh, adds a lot to it. So thank you guys for listening. Of course, follow my social media if you want to follow me personally. I am on Instagram at Brian Breaker or Twitter at Brian Breaker ODR. Um, I also have Facebook, Brian Breaker, very easy to find. Uh, if you want to follow the show, Breaker VSSNES, very easy to find and uh, highly recommend it. Helps, uh, helps everyone see what games I've got going for these podcasts. And uh, I usually put a, a screen cap of the cover art as well as the actual gameplay of the, the show itself or of the game itself. So everyone can see, which I think helps out everybody. So that's that's a very, that's a pretty cool thing I do. Um, if you want to support this podcast, a really good way you can do that is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. I have 12 designs up there, uh, including the new Breaker Havoc shirt and the Mini Will Challenge All Will Fall shirt. Um, really cool designs. And um, you can get any of those shirts all the way up to a 5XL. They're all made to order through One Hour Tees out of Chicago. Um, great people who do great stuff, great work, and... Um, yeah, they, they make the shirts right then and there. So you just go in there and you order a medium shirt or whatever size it is you need. They will grab the shirt. They will put the logo on there. They'll ship it for you. Boom, you'll have it in your mailbox in a week or so. And it's, uh, it's a pretty cool thing. It helps us out. I get paid off of it. So I get a little money back. You guys are supporting my podcast directly and supporting me directly. And so I think that's a cool thing. Um, and, and not to mention all of that, um, there's a special deal. If you are a listener of Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, because maybe this is your first time listening, I don't know. Maybe you're new to the podcast here, but if you listen to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo and you purchase one of my shirts and let me know about it, then I purchase a game, just like that. I'll go, I'll go to a used video game store or to eBay, wherever I need to go, and I'll, I will purchase a game. I'll even take suggestions as long as the game is not too expensive, and I'll purchase it, and it'll be uh, available on the uh, on the podcast very very soon thereafter. In fact, I'll rush it on and, and, uh, and make it happen. 
So very cool stuff, um, and it uh, it helps helps me out a lot. So so pick up a shirt if you can. If you can spare a little cash, you get a cool shirt out of it, and it helps me, and it's awesome. Check out the other podcasts that me and Bane offer, including Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, which drops every Sunday with a special guest. We've already had guys like um, like Rex Andrews from Reality of Wrestling, Ryan Davidson from Reality of Wrestling, Elvis Aliaga has been on recently, Stonewall Cole of Compound Pro Wrestling, uh, Psycho Sawyer from Compound Pro Wrestling, and many others. And we have a guest every week. Always somebody new. We've got some returning favorites coming up. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour every Sunday on BreakerandBane.com or on iTunes. And of course, the Obscure Superstar Spotlight. That drops every Wednesday with a different Obscure Superstar. It's a lot of fun. Check that out. And I can't stress enough, check out the Breaker and Bane Network. Every Monday there's a new show. Um, and our three returning favorites are Clash of the Comics, The Podcast Night Wars, and Pod, uh, Pop Culture Pandemonium. These shows are hilarious. Um, and each of these shows, then they're all a little bit different, but me and Bane draw out two names that we've previously selected, and those two names battle it out. Like on Pop Culture Pandemonium, we recently had Soda Popinski from Punch-Out against Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's amazing, right? On Podcast Night Wars, mine is uh, WCW 92-93. Big underscore Bane has WWE 2006. So we've already had matches like Rob Van Dam versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Lord Steven Regal versus Carlito, so many more. And the cool thing about these is you got you get to go vote. You can go vote on who you think should win. Go to my Twitter account at Brian Breaker ODR on Mondays, and I usually will put up a poll on who should win and who you think should win. So it, it's it's very easy to do, and all you have to do is just go vote who you think it's going to be, and boom. There we go. Um, so yeah, very very cool. Go check that out. Also, Clash of the Comics, very similar. Bane has DC, I have Marvel. So we're already going to see matches like um, upcoming is uh, Daredevil versus Robin. Who's going to win that one? My money's on Daredevil, I'm just saying. Not because I'm pro-Marvel, just because it's, it's Robin. We've had Batman versus Iron Man. You know, that's that's a thing that's happened. Rogue versus Killer Frost. I mean, a lot of insane fantasy matches that a lot of you guys probably wouldn't even ever think about, but we're making it happen on Clash of the Comics. And these shows are only about 10 minutes long. They're a lot of fun. And... They're available every Monday on the Breaker and Bane Network podcast feed. You can find that on iTunes or on BreakerandBane.com. Anyway, that's pretty well all I have uh, for this week here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Like I said, make sure to follow it on social media. And if you see a post on social media involving one of our podcasts, why don't you give it a like? Give it a share. Let everyone know. Let everyone know that you listen, and everyone know that you like it. Because the more ears we get turned on onto our podcast, the more cool things we can do. Uh, kind of like our crazy sodas on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. If you haven't heard that before, me and Bane are drinking insane sodas. For instance, this coming Sunday, me and Bane are going to be drinking citrus corn soda. Sounds disgusting, and it probably will be disgusting. And that's what makes uh, that podcast so much fun. So check that out. Tell a friend or two. Let them know you like it. Let them know you dig it. Like, hey, check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. It's a pretty cool show. It's kind of like a variety show of a bunch of crazy shit. Check it out. It's good stuff. And uh, the more people check it out, ultimately the better we will do. And also check out CompoundProWrestling.com. Uh, I normally don't plug Compound on here as much, but you know what? This coming Saturday, as this drops, two days from now, we're going to have the biggest show in the history of Compound Pro Wrestling. 
Compound Pro Wrestling presents Battle Lines, Simon Says. And oh my god, do we have a hell of a card stacked up for this one. The main event's going to be the Compound Heavyweight Championship. Me, Brian Breaker, defending against the WWE's former WWE superstar, Simon Gotch, now known as Simon Grimm. The X Division Championship will be on the line in a ladder match as Aaron Anders uh, goes up against the current champion, Michael Wolf. I'm pumped for it, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great, great night of wrestling. All your favorites are going to be there. Stonewall Cole, Gavin Dixon, Excellence Personified, Jack Gamble, Elvis Aliaga, Gino, the Latin Heartthrob, and many, many more. So come check it out. Tickets are still available at CompoundProWrestling.com. Front row is sold out. There's still general admission available. Check that out. Tell a friend. Let them know you want to see some live um, wrestling here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's going to be a lot of fun. So check that out. That's all I got. My name is Brian Breaker. This is Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, the Sega Invasion. Thank you guys for stopping by, and I'll see you in seven days. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. For life.